My first guest on the programme this morning is uh, local TD, Dennis Nocton. Dennis, a couple of things I wanted to talk to you about in relation to housing. Uh, but uh, you're welcoming uh, the fact that there's grants now available uh, for people to refurbish uh, vacant homes. Yes, this is an issue that I've been highlighting for years. And in fairness to Minister Dara O'Brien, he's taken it on board. And on foot of that, he's introduced a grant of €30,000 uh, for the refurbishment of a house that has been vacant for two years. Now, this grant was only available for towns and villages up until now, but now it has been extended uh, to vacant property in rural areas. And there's an additional top-up of €20,000 on top of the grant uh, if the house uh, is derelict uh, from a county council uh, perspective. So there's an opportunity to see some of the 4,000 or so homes across County Roscommon that are closed up at the moment. Are there that many in Roscommon? There is. Yeah, based on the West and North West Regional Assembly, their figures are that there are 4,000 vacant premises uh, in County Roscommon. And, you know, if you go on to the website like daft.ie at the moment, you'll probably see, you know, somewhere less than 10 uh, properties in the whole of County Roscommon. So there is a very serious crisis there and any opportunities that can ease that has to be welcomed. Absolutely. And of course, in the wider housing crisis that we have, I mean, we have a major problem. And this would, if people were to act even on half the amount that you're talking about there, it would bring a lot more houses onto the market. Absolutely. So, look, we're talking nationally in excess of 90,000, some say up to 150,000 vacant properties uh, across the country at present. And we really do need to get them back into the housing market because, look, the reality is it's going to take time to build houses. Uh, This isn't going to happen overnight. But many of these uh, vacant properties, uh, with a small amount of investment, with a little incentive, uh, can uh, provide very suitable accommodation for families. And what's frustrating about this is that, you know, we have schools in the county of Roscommon struggling to keep their teachers, That's right. struggling to keep their doors open because they don't have pupils. And yet in those communities, there are possibly hundreds of vacant uh, homes where there's fiber optic cable outside the door where families could relocate back from Dublin or further afield, uh, and yet those properties are locked up rather than being made available. Well, uh, you know, I know that there's there's a very thorny issue there in that, you know, we know that the amount of people coming into uh, the country, uh, there's about a 1,000 a week uh, still coming into the country. It's a very difficult situation when we can't house our own people who are homeless and yes, I, I, I know there, you know, people are not suggesting for one second that, you know, we stop anybody coming into the country, particularly those who are coming from war-torn countries and economics, uh, migrants as well. But it's a huge problem, isn't it? Absolutely. But the frustrating thing about this is we had this crisis long before the war in Ukraine had yeah, started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have had this crisis in County Roscommon long before the war in Ukraine happened. Uh, and like I've been consistently pointing out for years that, you know, in places like Roscommon Town and in Monksland, where someone is given a notice 
uh, to lease the, the properties that they're in. It is impossible for them to find within the catchment of Roscommon Town or within the catchment of Monksland alternative uh, accommodation. And this is leaving people in a desperate, desperate uh, situation. Yeah. And the reality is we have substantial numbers of vacant properties. If you look around the town of Roscommon, even within the circular road uh, in Roscommon Town, there are a substantial number of properties that are vacant there and are. quite a number yeah. of commercial premises uh, where the uh, upstairs in that premises is vacant. And we really need to see those uh, premises being opened up those properties be made available uh, to deal with the housing crisis that we have at present. Yeah, uh, let's hope that that's a success. Before uh, I leave you today, and this uh, is going out on Wednesday morning, uh, I couldn't leave it this week without mentioning uh, uh, Vicky Phelan and uh, her legacy to the women of Ireland. An extraordinary person uh, by any yardstick. Absolutely, and I think she she left an impact on absolutely everyone uh, in this country. And I think, you know, Vicky herself uh, made the point that she doesn't want uh, glowing tributes. What she wants uh, to see is action. And one thing that I've been campaigning on for years, long before uh, Vicky Phelan uh, even went for her cervical cancer uh, test at the time, is the issue of of, uh, medical disclosure, where there's a legal obligation on the medical profession uh, to disclose if a mistake is made uh, and to try and rectify that. And if that culture and that legislation had been in place uh, long before uh, Vicky Phelan went for her cervical cancer test, we may not be in the situation that we're in today. And frustratingly so, that legislation eventually was published back in 2019. It went through the first stage in the doll at that stage, and it still has yet to be enacted. And if we could do one thing uh, for Vicky Phelan is to enact that legislation to ensure that women, men and children in this country do not ever have to go through what she went through, I think that would be uh, a telling tribute for her. All right, uh, Dennis, thank you very much for your time and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you.